I want to dedicate this song to all the lovers of night. And I expect that might be the whole world because everybody needs something or someone to love. When it's cold outside, who are you holding? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm watching. I'm watching. Uh, my God, I destroyed my uh my voice today. I'm 24. This is my podcast. 24's podcast. Destroyed my voice today, and I'm I'm uberly tired. I cannot wait after this episode of the podcast to watch Rick and Morty go to sleep. Cannot wait. But before that. We got to discuss the final game of the evening, Bears versus Packers. I was a little bit worried that the Packers were going to drop the ball tonight. I was like, if they lose to the Bears, I uh, will be extraordinarily pissed off. Luckily, they did not. So, good on them for doing the bare minimum. Now, we'll talk about the game, but um, as I was... Listening to Bobby Womack, obviously, if you think you're lonely now. NBC came back from commercial break, and uh, they're giving me a solo shot of the GM for the Bears, who I have absolutely lambasted for the last six months. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So they're puffing up Ryan Poles, which I despise. You know, Tonight, I want to give the, I want to dedicate this podcast to all the Bears fans out there that were like the 49ers, man, the 49ers game. This proves that Justin has it. He's fine. He's awesome. With two minutes, 32 seconds left in the ball game, it is 24 to 10. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are deep inside of the Bears territory, and they just kicked a field goal to make it 27 to 10, winning against the Bears. 27 to 10 by three scores versus the San Francisco 49ers that they destroyed last, last week. Great job, Bears. Great job, Bears media that uh that ju- that gassed each other up. Great job. How does it feel to take this out? How does it feel? Oh my gosh. Pause music. I'm, I'm just so happy to be rid of these absolutely obnoxious Chicago Bears. Unpause my music. We're going to finish off the night. We're going to talk about the Bears. We're going to talk about Justin Field. We're going to talk about Ryan Poles. We're going to talk. We're, we're just going to. This is kind of going to be a victory lap a little bit. We're just going to take a lap around Chicago and be like, hey, remember when I said you guys should probably go out and get some offensive linemen? They didn't do that. Remember how I said I was just like, hey, you know, they should probably go out and get some wide receivers. They didn't do that. 
They didn't get a secondary. They didn't get anyone in the secondary. They didn't get anyone from the defensive line. And we're going to talk about this whole, well, they have $100 million in available cap space. And they're going to be able to get free agents or whatever. We're going to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next, 24th Pockets. Oh, Bobby Womack or Womack or I, I don't know how to say his last name. Now that I think about it, if you think you're lonely now, just wait until tonight. Look, um, also, by the way, shout out to HBO Max's House of the Dragon. I am almost finally done with Fire and Blood. Fire and Blood. Love it. Can't wait to finish it. I'm about 200 pages from finishing it. A little bit over. And uh, hopefully I can finish it off this week or next week. We'll, we'll see. I am a little bit tired, though, and my voice is killing me. I'm so glad that I like am taking Monday night, Monday off, and will continue to take Mondays off throughout the entirety of the season. I destroyed my voice watching Tua today. When against the Baltimore Ravens. I was so excited. Tua came out today. He showed up. He showed up. God. But like ever since literally three, four o'clock in the afternoon, my I, I've my voice has been destroyed. It's now eleven. By the way, Justin Field just threw an interception. That's fun. So I apologize if it's not it's like high energy or whatever. So I've been discussing hopefully this is only like twenty to thirty minutes. I'm not going to try and hold you too much. We're going to recap and wrap up every game on Monday. But on Tuesday, or excuse me, on Tuesday. On Monday, I'm going to take a break. Tuesday is when I'll come back. But um, we'll talk about this game. We'll talk about all the other games extensively as well. And I'll have a couple of days to think on it and to watch some other games and discuss some other things that happen and things of that nature. But in the case of Justin Fields... Like, I've been all over it for the entirety of this offseason. He was set up for failure when Ryan Poles got hired. And look, well, I'll address the whole, they have $100 million in cap space next year. I'll address that. Justin was set up for failure this year. He doesn't have an offensive lineman to speak of. He doesn't have an offensive line to speak of. He doesn't really have anyone on the defensive side of the football field besides... Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith, who's like a good linebacker. Good, not, in my opinion, elite. He's like a good linebacker. But Justin just doesn't have the wide receivers. He doesn't have the offensive linemen. He doesn't have, the, he doesn't have potentially even the coach. He is lacking fundamental resources to be able to win football games, as evident by what we saw tonight or what we've seen tonight. A three-score blowout by the Green Bay Packers. And do you want to know what? Aaron didn't play that well tonight. 
Essentially, it was, hey, Aaron, uh, we're just going to get 200 yards in the running game. Don't worry about it. We'll babysit you. This is this is uh, the perfect Aaron Rodgers game where it's just like, oh, you know, he makes some nice throws. He makes some nice decisions. He doesn't take a lot of risks. Aaron Jones rushes for 132 yards on 15 carries. Gets a tutty as well. A.J. Dillon gets another 50. Aaron Jones also is the second leading receiver besides Sammy Watkins. Aaron, we're just going to kind of babysit you a little bit. It is what it is. It's what the Packers do. The Packers, they're just like, we don't have to throw the football a bunch of, uh, a bunch of times, nor will we. We'll just run it. Same thing goes for the Bears. I don't know why the Bears didn't try to open it up in the passing game a little bit more. This is Justin Fields' only interception, and it happened in the fourth quarter. They threw the ball 11 times tonight. They ran it 15. Uh, they got 122 yards, excuse me, out of David Montgomery. It's just like, I don't know why they didn't throw the football more. They were down by multiple scores for the better part of three quarters, and they were like, oh, maybe we should throw it, and then it just didn't work at all. I don't know why they just stuck to the running game. Like, the 122 yards for David Montgomery, I was like, man, he sure is getting a whole bunch of yards, and then I was just like, it doesn't matter they're losing and they're burning clock, too. They're nowhere near the Packers. Like, this game is a game that just shows the Bears are nowhere near the Packers. This is like the Georgia-Michigan game last year, where it was extraordinarily obvious that Georgia was leagues and leagues and leagues and leagues and leagues above Michigan like it was just a it was a blowout Aiden Hutchinson was abominable Michigan was abominable and Georgia goes on to win a national championship and it was just like oh they're not it's not even it's not even they're not even two football teams and two of the same football teams not even the same football league like one is a borderline professional football team the other one is like an amateur and here we have the Bears in a complete Route a complete mismatch. The final score once again is 27 to 10. As the game ends, there's 10 seconds left, but it's a formality. It's 27 to 10. Packers win. But as the Packers go on to stomp the yard against the Chicago Bears, and as the Chicago Bears embarrass themselves on national TV again, we have one person, one man to blame, and that's simply put Roquan, not Roquan, excuse me, Ryan Poles, GM for the Bears. Everybody was like, the Bears are going to win eight or nine games. The Bears are going to do this. The Bears are going to do that. Bears stunk up the joint against, in my opinion, a Packers team that barely even put forth a great effort tonight. They were just like, we're just better. We'll destroy them. We'll figure it out. And you know what, Chicago Bears fans? Sorry to say this, but the whole myth about, well, we're the, the solace, the retreat that you have, let me go ahead and burn it to the ground, right? The safety, the security of, well, we'll have $100 million in available cap space next year. Guess what? Nobody will want to come and play for your football team. Well, not, not even that. Let's not even go that far. At, like, let me just ask you a question. Who's available next year at offensive line, in the secondary, and on defensive line that you can get next year? Who are these players? Who are these mysterious players that are just available next year that are going to, like, turn the tide? 
Because in my opinion, you need multiple starters on the defensive line, potentially, interior and exterior defensive linemen. You need corners. Because Kyler Gordon is essentially a glorified slot corner. He's not an outside guy. I remember people were like, I, I, I always got confused, like Kyler Gordon and the other Washington uh, uh, corner. And I was just like, I don't really remember which is which, but I remember one played in the in, in on the inside, excuse me, and the one and the other one, or one played very well on the inside, and the other one played very well on the outside. People were like, Kyler Gordon's a slot, excuse me, is an outside corner. No, he's not. As evident by the Bears playing him in the slot. But who are these free agents that are coming out next year? And then on top of that, how are you going to acquire them? Oh, 24, we have $100 million in available cap space. Huh. You know what's funny? That's pretty much the exact same thing that the Jacksonville Jaguars said this offseason and the offseason before that. We have a shit ton of money in available cap space. Do you, know what, do you want to know what happened? They overpaid for a lot of the players that are on their football team currently. You may ask me, well, why, what, like, 24, like, why did they overpay? Why did they give almost $20 million to, like, a, a number two or a number three guy in Christian Kirk? Why did they give him monumental amounts of money? Why, 24, why? I'll tell you why. Because that was the only way that they were going to get him, if they overpaid for him. This is the fallacy of football teams that are bad. Like, it used to be back in the day that if you were a bad team, you had a lot of money and you could get football players to come and play for your football team. That's the theory. In practicum, when you have a bad football team with a lot of salary cap, you will have to overpay for that player because the player is like, like, you aren't guaranteeing me wins. You aren't guaranteeing me success. You aren't guaranteeing me a good organization. Why would I come and play for your football team? Oh, you want to be delusional? You want to say, well, Christian Kirk is, is one example? Talk to me about Trey, Trey Flowers for the Detroit Lions a couple of years ago. Good pass rusher from New England. He's just like, I'm going to go play for Detroit with Matt Ryan. Or Matt, not Matt Ryan, excuse me, Matt Patricia. But I want like $20 million. I want to be play, paid, excuse me, like I'm Khalil Mack. He obviously was not Khalil Mack. He was a terrible, he, he was a terrible flame out for Detroit. You have to be a good football team, an attractive football team, an attractive football destination to be able to get players to come and play for you. You have to have a good organization or so you have to you have to have something that the players want and it cannot just be for money because all these players are making tens of millions of dollars. The good players are making tens of millions of dollars. You just can't be like, well, we're just going to give it give you. Uh, a, a big contract. It's like, no, you better fucking max them out and you better overpay. You have $100 million in available cap space. Who are these free agents that you're going to get? I don't think Kansas City will have any money in available cap space next year, but like, let's say for example, no, I don't want to, I don't want to say something that's incorrect, but like, who's a team with like available cap space next year? Okay, Arizona has $31 million in available cap space next year. Do you think they would rather go to and play for Arizona or do you think that they would rather go and play for the Bears? Kyler Murray essentially just beat the Raiders by himself today. Justin Fields just lost to the Packers in horrific fashion again. 
much cap space does the Baltimore Ravens have? I don't think it, uh, I don't think it matters because the Baltimore Ravens are going to have to pay Lamar. Team. Problem is some of these teams like the Chargers, the Bengals, they're going to have to pay their quarterbacks. You know, let's tune in on Miami, right? Miami will have $11 million in available cap space. They're probably going to have to figure out a way to pay Tua. They're, they're not going to have really any money. But do you think that they would rather go out and play for Miami who just beat the Ravens in Baltimore? Or do you think that they would rather go play for you? And the thing about it is, Von Miller said something really, really interesting. He was just like, I would go play for the Cowboys if they gave me a discount. Or um, I would take a discount to go play for the Cowboys, excuse me. Cowboys, they grossly tried to underpay him and they took his kindness for weakness and then he goes to... Uh, not Bulls, but the Bills, and he fucking kills it there. Could you imagine Micah Parsons with Von Miller? Great job, Jerry. Instead of releasing Demarcus Lawrence, who was meh today, he was like, meh. He was like, okay, he was not worth the contract extension that they gave him again. Instead of paying him a shit ton of money, it's just like, could you imagine if they got Von Miller? Yeesh. Yeesh, man. But here we are. Dallas is Von miller list. But... I think it is a great example. Like, yeah, Von Miller could have been a cowboy. Jerry underpaid him. But Von Miller was willing to be underpaid. Not $50 million less. That's stupid. He's like, I'm, I don't mind it, potentially. So the Bears, you just can't spam to me. Oh, $100 million in available cap space next year. 24. We got a lot of million dollars. It's like, uh, nobody will care. I already don't care. I'm already tired of hearing it. Mike Tirico had to spin it. He's just like, yeah, like they, they have a lot of money in available cap space. Mike, nobody cares. I don't care. The Packers don't care. They don't have Devontae Adams. Like, that's the scary part about this game. They had Sammy Watkins. Nobody on their team popped off for 100 yards. They didn't have anybody today. And they beat the shit out of the Bears. They didn't put their best foot forward today. And they ran for almost 200 yards against the quote-unquote awesome, you know, scheme of Matt Eberflus that everybody told me was going to be awesome. 200 yards. Who's your free agents for next year? Okay. Sure. I, I, I don't understand it. I really, I really, really don't. It's ridiculous. It, it really is ridiculous that People want to try and make the Bears seem like they're going to be capable and comparable, not comparable, excuse me, uh, competent next year when it's just like it's going to be more of the same. They're going to have $100 million in available cap space and they're not going to be able to spend any any of it on good football players. Who's like, hold on, let let me help Bears out. Who are the free agency, are the free agents next year? So, like, you need a tackle in 2023. Left tackle, Orlando Brown is available. But for the Chiefs, but you're probably going to, he's probably going to re-sign with the Chiefs. You need a right tackle, potentially. Again, Orlando, excuse me, George Fant, but he's not necessarily, like, a good player. And he's, like, 31. Is this an alphabetical order or? I don't know. I guess this is like in guarantees. 
Like you got Storm Norton for the Chargers. So there's like really I'm looking at the list. I'm like, I don't see really anyone to go after. So there's like there's not a left tackle for you to go after. There's not a right tackle for you to go after. You need an interior defensive lineman. Let's see who it is. JJ Watt is available. Fletcher Cox is available, but he's old. Javon Hargrave is a good actual like free agent that you can potentially get. But you're probably going to have to overpay him, and maybe the Eagles are competitive. Maybe the Eagles let him go because they have Jordan Davis. As a matter of fact, that's probably what's going to happen. So you can maybe address that. And I do like Javon Hargrave, and he could be a great addition for you. If the Eagles want to get rid of him, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Also, the Eagles defensive line with Javon. Uh, I don't know. The Eagles defensive line with Javon Har, Har, um, Hargrave, excuse me. Did not play well last week against the Lions. So we'll see what happens actually in that regard. Edge rushers that are available. Unique Ngakwe. Cleveland Farrell, who's like, meh. Bradley Chubb will be resigned. That's kind of it. You can shoot for Unique Ngakwe, and he may be resigned long-term for the Colts, depending on how this season goes. It's just like, do you think that he wants to go to the Bears? Or do you want to think that he wants to stay with the Colts? I don't know. It's a little bit of a toss-up. Both teams are very good. You need a wide receiver. There's nobody. <laughs> I'm like, there's nobody. It's like it's Nelson Aguilar, DJ Shark, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, like Brian Pringle. Like these are the guys that you think that you can get. These are the illustrious guys. So you can maybe get Javon Hargrave next year. You can maybe get Unique Ngakwe and you can maybe get I mean, there's like no wide receivers available for you if you're the Bears. Those are the top tier. Oh, wait, let me look up corner. Let me look up corner. Who's your guy? Maybe the Baltimore Ravens get rid of Marcus Peters because or, or they tag him. I'm not sure. Maybe you get Anthony Brown, who is actually like a good corner from the Cowboys. But these aren't your sexy world beaters. Your awesome acquisitions. These are like, oh my goodness, these are good free agency pickups, but these aren't really going to make it make your your football team better than the Packers. Like, let's say you do everything. You get Javon Hargrave, you get uh Anthony Brown from the Cowboys. I don't think like maybe, let's say you get you let's say you get let's say you get them both. You overpay for both of them, which is probably what you're gonna have to do. You get Marcus Peters, you get Anthony Brown. You get, you get, uh, what's his name? Javon Hargrave. And you get Unique Ngakwe. You get everybody. You spent the whole bank on all these football players. And so you spent essentially almost 80 to 90 million out of the $100 million in available cap space, first and foremost, on defensive players. But then, second of all, you still have very glaring issues on the offensive side of the football. At wide receiver. At offensive line. Even if you somehow get all of these awesome free agents. Or maybe not awesome free agents. But all of these free agents. It's just like, oh. We still have issues. Maybe you can get Kareem Hunt. I don't know. As a back. But I don't think running back is the issue. So annoying. How absolutely horrendous the bears are and how like ridiculous people are being about the bears they're just like yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna get a bunch of free agents i'm like what like where who are your free agents 
Where are they? Anyways. Bears didn't play well tonight. That's not a surprise. The surprise is um, that the Packers were able to run for like 200 yards essentially today against the Bears. It's, it's just it's way more bad Bears than good Packers. I think the book of uh, Aaron is written. Shut his ass down. Shut the run game down. Shut his ass down. Give him hard, difficult things to do, and he won't do them. It's exactly what happened. It's, it's exactly what happens every single year. When Aaron gets pressed, when Aaron is put into very, very difficult situations, he doesn't fight his way out. He just resides himself to it. It's a very, very common occurrence. It happens all the time in the playoffs. It happened last week against the Vikings. And I said it last week, and I was like, look, the Packers aren't going to take the risk that they took last week with Aaron. They're not going to rely on him and his arm to bail them out. What they're going to do is they're going to run the football, like I said before, with Aaron Jones and also A.J. Dillon, and that's exactly what they did. And they got a a whole bunch of production out of both of them. They got a whole bunch of yards. They got almost as many yards as Aaron had in the passing game and the running game, and they were just like, yeah, we're just going to run it. Who cares? And they won the football game by three scores. No. Who does Green Bay play next week? Who do they play? They play... Oh, they oh God. They play up against the Bucs. I think the Bucs take that game. Uh, the Bucs have offensive line issues. We'll see. The Bears, who do they play up against next week? Um, I was about to say the 49ers, but that's the Broncos. They play up against the Texans. So there's another win if you're a Bears fan. Potentially, I still need to watch the Bears. The Texans are quite fierce, apparently. But man, oh man, the Bears are just... Everything that I said was going to happen did happen tonight. And uh, what a surprise. They, they didn't play well against a actual football team. With an actual quarterback, unlike Trey Lance. Like, I don't want to harp on Trey Lance too much because he got hurt today. But, yeah, Trey Lance, not necessarily a great quarterback. But, I don't think it's Justin. I know everybody wants Justin Fields to step up. He threw a game-inning interception. The game was over with at that point in time. But, um, give him a fucking football team. Please, please and thank you. All right, I said that that was going to be 20 to 30 minutes long. I am exhausted today. I'll see you Tuesday. I got a lot more football to watch, but first I'm going to watch Rick and Morty. Then I'm going to go to sleep. Worked out today, felt felt not 100%, but after a very long rest, after a very... Very, 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 like, well-deserved rest. I'll be ready and back for more tomorrow when it comes to watching football, but technically on Tuesday when I will be back on the podcast. I'm a little bit tired tonight. I'll see you tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you, not, damn it, not tomorrow, not tonight. I'll see you Tuesday, 24th podcast.